That record you're hearing right there is SU2. <laughs> I lift weights. A brand new joint you're hearing right here on Vocalo Radio. I'm your host, Biko, alongside my guest. Well, you hear her in the afternoon, but she's here well, in the afternoon with me. Nudia Hernandez Always is here. Always doing 20 reps a day. Yeah, no, Only 20. Swole. No more reps, <laughs> just, just 20. And I got our very special guest right behind this mic. This man was early early today we should have got he him clocked a, in, you said yeah we should have got him a workers badge today animal <laughs> birds is in the building what's happening y'all how's it going it's lit yeah i was here early man it was just, that snow threw me off i just was downtown cold and i said let me just go there i ain't trying to go back to the hotel and then mess around fall asleep miss it i don't want to linger on at the water tower or nothing let me just go <laughs> To where I'm going, I'm supposed to be, and just chill out. Man. I know that's right. You know, people was gonna be. Is that Hannibal? Hold on, let me get a picture. Sign this for me. <laughs> yeah, he was chilling in our lobby with with your laptop. People were wondering if you were writing a script, working on music. No, I was. Uh, I mean, I was working on trying to sell these tickets to the show. <laughs> <laughs> trying to get this going. I know yeah. that's right. I mean, since we on the topic, so I was gonna say, jump segue, in the thing. Let people of, know. You know, uh, yeah. you got a show. Is it is, is it this Friday? Chicago Theater Thursday. 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 Chicago Theater. Uh, yeah, it's gonna be a comedy and music show. Doing a full full comedy set, full music set with with the band, and really excited about it, man. Doing it at Chicago Theater. It's part of three one two comedy fest. Uh, We've been we rehearsing a bunch this week, so it's it's been it's been dope to just see the what happens with the preparation. We only had we yesterday was the second day of rehearsal and just even seeing the difference. It was like, okay, this is this is and we got two more, so okay. um yeah, this is gonna be as far as the production and, and prep and 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 details, I think will be my uh best show. Do you remember your first time performing at Chicago Theater? If so, you know what what was that like for you? As a uh, as a headliner or just at the theater in general, just being there, hitting that stage for the first yeah, time. Yeah, I think that was twenty eleven on somebody else's show. It was uh, I think I don't know if it was Seth Meyers' show or I did a bunch of opening slots there between twenty eleven twenty fourteen. I think something with Sarah Silverman and and stuff for rock there. But it, I remember just you know it it felt. Uh, it felt really exciting. It's a big stage, you know, and probably at that time was the biggest crowd I performed in front of. And that just that that marquee, you know, is just legendary in Chicago. Uh, and then, of course, when I when I headlined there for the first time, it was very surreal. Like, damn, really, you know, I'm 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 the main guy um, and on the marquee and it was sold out. And so, yeah, it was uh, shed a little tear. Did you well? well. I may I think I did because I think I had a hotel that was that you could see it from the hotel like some oh so you gotta have your like own a, little moment like yeah. a block down on state so being able to look out the window and see it was like oh man this, this is real kind of, it's real I'm doing that <laughs> just you know because I saw it as a kid and, and walked past that so it's good to be back and it's good to just now elevate the show and, and bring a another another level because you know doing stand up I've done some good stand up sets then done good stand up shows. But I've also looked at, I look on YouTube at other people's show at the Chicago Theater, and I said, I didn't know you. You could do that at the Chicago Theater? <laughs> you'll see somebody had a whole set built out in the production, and you said, oh, man, I was 
I wasn't using the Chicago theater to its full capabilities. I didn't. I was being very basic in there. It's a lot. Can, can people can, expect profit this Thursday? You can. It's gonna be. This is. This is my. Let's just say I ain't making no money on this show. My money going into the show. <laughs> <laughs> my money went into the show. I'm doing. This is a show. Show. It ain't even like. It's not. I go make my money in, in Rockford or Peoria or something, but this one is definitely a, a break even or a negative excursion, and, and no regrets at all. It's hey, gonna, like I'm, it's it's, it's going to be, it's, it's I'm hyped about it, man. We got eight piece band, horn section, and Ooh. we we prepping, man, and 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 uh, and and it's just been dope to just, you know, I've been doing smaller venues and and just getting more comfortable on the music side, so. Um, that's what I, you know, I care about the, the live aspect so much. I like putting out music, and but I don't, you know, the numbers, whatever. But the, I like rocking the show and 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 seeing how to get better and learn in that regard. The main question I know all of mm-hmm. us when when we heard you're gonna stop by and you're doing the show, yeah. that was our question. We're like, is it gonna be mm-hmm. what he's been doing? You've been yeah. doing these experiences that have been the comedy and the music. Yeah, and we're like, is it gonna be just straight comedy? So you're mm-hmm. saying it's gonna be the whole experience yeah i i you know when i'm in a music venue or theater i do the comedy set and then and then transition into the music because one i mean people they're not buying tickets to see su uh <laughs> su is uh is probably you know is he is a, the he's, bonus? He's, chop, he's chop shop he's uh maybe subterranean on his own funny how he know how to split and like, separate the two. How's that? Did, did it ever take you time to like figure out how to split the two and has it ever been a difficult task for you not a difficult task but it just you know it, it took me some time and some some lumps to to figure out how to make things work together because last year uh, when we talked I was in the more more of a mode of I'm doing music, music I'm focusing yes. on music uh-huh. I'm focusing only on music leave me alone don't even send me no I don't care how much money don't talk to me about no goddamn comedy show I'm on my ass you shit <laughs> I'm quick with it. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You good? But uh, yeah, so I was on that mode, and then it just, you know, one, to do the type of show that I do is is not, it costs a lot. So the comedy needs to be there to, one, bring people in and support it, and, and, and you know, and it's dope to give a full experience like that. You know what I mean? So what I found is that people, end up surprised a little bit because they, they came for the comedy show. I give them that because that's what they know me for. So I give them an hour, 20, hour, 30 of that, and then we go into the music. And so some people bounce, some people stay, but we, we rock out. So it's uh it's been dope to to really bring them together because they both complement each other because the, the, the stand-up kind of lets me, you know, it's kind of me warming up. And then when once it's time to do the music, I'm already kind of loose because I've been performing for an hour or so. And then the music, I get to, I enjoy that a little more because I don't have to be on every every minute. You know, I'm able to, I I can do my verses and and obviously perform. But then there's there's points where I can kind of sit back and let the band do their thing and and be a fan of music while I'm on on stage too. So that's nice to, you know, with comedy, you got to kind of- Keep it going. You got to keep it going with comedy. breathe with the music. Yeah, you can kind of, you know, and so having those moments of, 
you know, somebody make a crazy sound or something, or a guitarist or keyboard, he hears some some crazy patch, and you think, oh, what was that sound? And just really being surprised and and having a good time, and and I think the music helps tighten up the the comedy writing because with the music, when you're writing songs, you have to kind of be more concise and say say a lot while while saying a little. Um, so they, they it's been dope to really be working on them like this. Uh, Put them together. Yeah. And I, I got a joint you had brought our way last time you were here. Yeah. You know, I, I think you said it, it, it came from bowling because the knee brace. Oh, yeah, yeah, I yeah. haven't seen you on IG bowling much yet, but I got knee brace loaded up. Okay. Fun <laughs> joint. Turn up. Y'all turn y'all radios up, man. Hannibal Burris. A.K.A. S.U. Tune is in the building. Y'all keep it locked with us right here on Vocal Radio. Radio. Back with my knee brace on the Velcro park. He catching the thong. Catching the thong. Ah, uh, shawty acting out. Shawty acting out what? Shawty acting out, yeah. It's a, it's a crazy week for you. It's a crazy right? week, you yeah. little stressed? You a little stressed out a little bit? It's a big show? Not stressed, just excited. And, you know, it's, you know, the difference is that I'm, you know, when you have a show, it's usually shows before it, or you moving around on the road. But the show is Thursday, and then I got in town Sunday from uh, from Mexico. I was doing a gig out there, and then landed and went straight to rehearsal spot. You know what I mean? So it's been, you know, we've been in been in that, We're so, and then doing press. So just trying to, you know, just get it go. I haven't haven't done a big show in Chicago in a minute, so. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm hyped. I'm hyped. I'm hyped. I'm what hyped made the, what made the time now? Because you say you haven't done a, a big show here in quite some time. I actually was uh, I was doing Nashville. I had Zanies there, uh, a few pop up shows there, and I was talking with the with the owner Brian Dorfman, uh, and he, you know, one of the organizers of the three one two comedy festival. He said, "You want to come back to?" Sorry. Uh, you want to come do a show in, in the shy for the festival? And I said, yeah, I want to do a show. Uh, so it just came, you know, time through doing the gigs in Nashville. He said, you know, that popped up. I said, it was a good time. And they already, you know, got the festival support to, on the promo. So that was that. Yeah, man. Do you enjoy touring at all? I do. I do enjoy it. I do enjoy I, mean, I like to travel. I like the, you know, you just going in and, do your do your work and, and dip out and, and I, I like that excitement and the the variables and the, and the movement. Uh, but I will, you know, I'll tour at a different pace next year. Probably I won't tour as much. Uh, I'll like my pick just weekends and here and there because um, it does throw off the, the the just the development of the music. The process and just the recording or just the other parts of it. I haven't fully gotten the balance of that part of it yet. Of like, oh, we still things are still moving how I want them to move while I'm on the road. Like, while I'm on the road, the road is moving and other stuff is okay. <laughs> you know what I mean on that side. So, uh, yeah, just trying to figure out that because uh, you know that's when. It take me a couple days to get settled in when I'm back in the studio, and then once I get that rhythm. So, but I, I like it. I, I'm uh, I'm actually uh, opening a venue in New York next year. 
Oh, yeah. snaps, Mr. Mister. Okay. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, taking over the old Knitting Factory spot, which is a spot I used to host uh, Sunday night comedy there. Um, uh, for, for It became a really popular, dope comedy show. It was it was a good time. And, uh, and I did the last show there. Knitting Factory left, and I thought the place was just empty. And then a few months ago, the realtor... Reached out, said, "What do you think about taking over the space? You you used to have a show." I said, "Initially, I was skeptical because I was thinking, why has it been empty for a year? That's weird. Mm-hmm. It's a dope location.'" And then I started thinking about, I said, "Oh, that could be cool." So it's you know, um, I'm excited about that part of the game to be able to help other folks with their shows. Obviously, I'll do my shows too, but you know, I'll be doing a lot of booking and and, and promoting and and developing other artists. So. Um, that that's wild. That'll be kind of more of a day job thing, and then I'll and I'll still tour a little bit, but okay. I'm gonna be kind of yeah holding, with holding that. down the fort. <laughs> yeah, Is holding down I the mean, fort, moving out to New York. Yeah, that's crazy though, because there are some comedians that have their you know their own like comedies, comedy stores or comedy sellers, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but in New York, at like an iconic location, is kind of crazy. Like, did you ever see that for yourself? Were you ever like, you know, one day I I want to have my own. Shop. No, it never really, it was never, that's why I think it's so dope because it wasn't something I was really chasing like that. But then once it, once it came to me, it made sense. Um, I got a, I got a club with my cousin in rural Mississippi and I sold Mississippi. So, uh, yeah, I wasn't really thinking about New York like that, but it is, it's dope just because that's where I, you know, that's where I had a lot of impactful moments in my career and, 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 you know, when you play in New York, you play into the world, you know, because people coming from wherever. And that's what I found when I was doing that show. I would go to London or go to Australia, and then people say, oh, we used, we came to your Sunday night show at the Knitting Factory. And I was like, oh, I wasn't even thinking in that scale that people were coming from all over. Because I'm thinking, oh, this is 120 people in the room, these people from the neighborhood or in New York. No, it's people from everywhere. So it was just... You know, you do something that consistently, um, you just build, man. So I'm, I'm, I'm excited just to have my own spot to shoot specials or you know rehearse, and, and um, it's so much you could do with a with a space, and, and and especially in that area. And 300, 300 capacity is a is a good capacity because it's not too small, but it's not too big. Too big so mm-hmm. you can kind of get you can get your up and coming acts, and then you can also get your you know, big name acts that might want to do a little underplay or something like that, or or maybe they want to do four nights there instead of doing a thousand cap type thing. So uh, I'm I'm really excited about the the possibilities just because it you know allows me to work with folks uh, that I that I might not have been able to work with. When is that opening? We uh, <clears throat> or is it still still gotta work some things out. Just some construction, you know. There's some stuff we need to do just on the on the cosmetic side of it. It's nothing major, but um, I think we targeting. Cause I, I I my GM, I said, "What well, I want to open New Year's Eve." She was like, "No, that's not that's not <laughs> happening." And so, uh, <laughs> and so I I think officially, probably you know, probably in the spring officially, but we might be able to do some soft open and stuff because it's the space is there so really you just bring in sound and bring in some stuff and you can do 
a show technically. It just wouldn't be fully the whole, done. So the whole I could thing. yeah, so you know, we could do some stuff next next month maybe even just on a just to, you know, christen the space a little bit. Um but it's yeah, I'm I'm hyped about it a lot. You know, I know you have a daughter. Yeah. We were talking about touring and things of that nature. Yeah. Like, do you ever take your daughter with you on some of the tour stops? Not yet. I haven't, no. You thinking about it? On tour? Uh, I'm thinking about it. She's two and a half now. Um, well, maybe next year stuff. I I've th- I definitely have thought about it. Maybe she should come. And then, um, but that's that's part of the reason why I'm, I'm, I like the opportunity with the club because that's more of a, a regular job thing and so she can kind of be there and I'm not in Iowa or Florida or whatever. I'll be in Brooklyn most of the time so that, that gives me that stability and, and, and ability to just be, you know, be a better and present dad. Tracks, man, that's some new stuff. Yeah, I, I, I got, I do got one loaded. I do got one new one loaded up, and I'm excited to play it uh, too, man. You, you and these weights, you weights. know, it's no, a weights good is, gym. Weights is, weights is there, but I love the production on it. It's some newer stuff, some Chicago stuff that I got to get out. Please send yeah. it. Yeah, please. All right, for sure. So we could sure. play it for the for the world to hear, my brother. <laughs> for sure. I wanna, I wanna ask you um, a question about Su Tune as well. Like, yeah. What's something you would like people to understand about SU Tune and the music that SU Tune makes? Um, I don't, what do I want people to understand? I think it just if, they, if people take away what they want from it, you know what I mean, and you just do your best to just express it and and be true in it and do a great visual and, and, and perform it well, you know what I mean? And, and let people kind of, uh, yeah, I think people enjoy it, you know? I think, yeah, I just want to make stuff that I enjoy. And and usually if I enjoy it, if I'm running it back a bunch, then it's going to have the same same effect, man. So I just want to, you know, get the get the ideas out and, and not overthink them as much and not, I think now I'm I'm finally really getting to the zone of let it fly, let it fly. Uh, I made this song called I'm the Tallest Person at this oh, Mexican Party. Oh, my God, yo. You funny. I'm the tallest person in this Mexican party. God damn. God damn. I'm the tallest person in this Mexican party. God damn. God damn. God damn. And so I made this record. It was just really to, I was in Madison in the studio and I was working on this other song that had all these flows that I was doing hella takes, trying to get it, like, and messing it up. And so at the end of the session, I had three minutes left and I was just wanting to do something else just to have a break. And so we was going through these beats, this beat pack from DJ Payne one and this one beat came on and then I, for some reason, it made me think about when I was at doing a location scout at this place, Don Quixote in East Los Angeles, where it's a Saturday night and I went in. Usually I'll go if a place is empty, but I just landed. Let me check it out on a Saturday, 10 p.m., whatever. And then I went in. I was the tallest person. Uh, <laughs> but then <laughs> I never thought nothing. Maybe I wrote it 
wrote something down or something about it, but I never really. Why this, did it make you feel good? Is that what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because I'm never. I'm. I'm a. You know. I'm not, the shortest in the room. Or yeah, something? I'm not the. I'm never the shortest, but I'm average height. I'm five ten. It's a decent height. I'm not somebody like. Hey, and not, I will say you're a real five ten. I'm a Some solid people, five. You know, it's not a five, five ten. It's not a five eight five this, ten. This, like, this average, is five ten. Like, hold up. What's wrong with a five? I'm a five eight and a half. Well, that's fine. But I'm just saying. <laughs> so a lot of dudes yeah. that are this height say they're this height. Yeah. You're, you're a true five ten. Ten. So it's. No, you know, I'm not like I'm about to punch everybody like that. You know, that's some people. That's like that's a that's a few shorter. That's in that other zone. The five five. You want to fight? But five ten is just like this is. I'm, and so, be, but I'm never the tallest in a spot by like taller than I was. Definitely, you know, just looking around. Whoa, this is different. And so that beat. You know, was that was months and months later though that that beat and I was, I'm the tallest person. You still this remembered it though. You still and it remembered. Just brought out that, but then I didn't think nothing of the song. It was just really to send to friends. I sent it to a handful of friends. Like, hey, this is just. And then they said, "Yo, you got to do it, man." And what are y'all talking about? <laughs> what do you mean you got to no? Because I wasn't even flowing like that on there. No, you were saying some stuff. I was I saying, but I'm, I'm talking about on the as far as the energy. But this is a different. It's embracing those different type of songs too, and 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 really, this is what that is. This is not me trying to flip flows, and being comfortable knowing I can rap like that, but then also um, rapping just you know just having a fun concept and, and just and just doing that. And I just notice with certain songs when I'm messing around, like the different. It's it's not it's 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 almost a different alter ego on those records where. I, I hear the tone that I rap in and stuff. Like, if I'm in like a high pitch, oh, I'm the tallest. Like, that's not my normal. <laughs> or even I lift weights is kind of in that other zone of I'm. You know, I really was lifting weights in the booth during I lift weights, and I was, and it just put me in the the. I felt like I was in the goddamn Rough Riders anthem video, and so started channeling DMX. And then I, 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 how, I how many pounds were you lifting? I need the full visual. It was, was it? fifteen. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, not not too heavy. Yeah, yeah, you know, just enough to say I actually was doing it. You know, (laughs) are you working on a project? Because I, I I know you dropped Ashu soon in twenty twenty two. Yeah, you you got the I lift weights. You got the joint that you don't think is out yet. If I'm not mistaken, Mexican party isn't out. No, I just was down. Yeah, I just shot some stuff for it. Um, so gonna get the full visual together soon. Project Um, coming soon. Oh, is that why you were in Mexico? That's not why I was in Mexico, but I made it happen. I was in Mexico to do a random private gig, somebody's birthday party. And then I said, okay, I'm in Mexico. Mexico. <laughs> Might as well, you know, shoot something down here while I'm at it. Got it. And, and, uh, and it worked out, It too. worked out. So by the end of next year, I want to, you know, hopefully add 40 songs or so to the to the catalog just to that's a lot you know, yeah. that's yeah. a lot yeah, of got time. got time too speaking <laughs> of dropping stuff I have yeah. to say the last time you were here mm. the, the listeners hear your, your drops you know mm. some of the drops you did with us they're in constant rotation oh yeah yeah but this was probably the best experience I've had with anyone doing drops you gave huh. us eight minutes oh, yeah. of drops Okay. You gave us like you know the Cubs won today, the yeah. Cubs lost today. Oh, the like situations. Yeah. Yeah. You, you gotta, gave us yeah. you gave us a bunch. Like Weather. I've never seen. <laughs> you, 
So right now we have a, a clip of um, just so people could experience what this studio was like with Hannibal dropping the drops. <laughs> this was you given the weather. And I will say before you drop this, it is 37 degrees outside. Okay. So, okay, go ahead hey, and drop it. I don't know. Hey, I'm recording this. It's supposed to be evergreen. Can y'all play this on a day where it's 37 degrees so I sound like a genius? It's Hannibal Burris, 91.1, Vocalo Radio, WBEZ. Honestly, I've never had anything like that when I brought an artist in for drops. And it was yeah. amazing. And I, when I went to listen to the reel, I started it at the part where you said the 37 degrees outside. And I was yeah. like, this is amazing. That's great. Is that just the comedian in you that comes out sometimes? I just I enjoy talking to y'all. You're generous for people you like, you know. I do have to. I I do appreciate that because I have seen, uh, you know, when you were on the SU Tune kind of promo tour last mm. time you were here, you did do a lot of interviews. Yeah. And some of them were a little wild. Was it like good? I don't even know who was it. Good Morning America, where you didn't even answer their questions. You just played your song. Do you oh, remember? Oh, the uh, thing was that Cuomo. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, he was trying to get me to talk about somebody else, and <laughs> and so I didn't want to really participate in that in that way. But I was like, I got the show at Chop Shop. I'm just played. I thought it'd be funny to. I had the wrist MIDI thing that that kind of uh, <laughs> oh. triggers the sound. So I just thought that'd be fun to to test that out. I should post that clip up today. Yeah, no, he was he was asking you something like serious, trying to get the tea. Yeah, and then Hannibal just started playing his song. Just... Like I'm here to promote the show, dog. Oh, no, man, I'm not talking about that, man. We <laughs> don't have that. Violence. We don't have a rapport. <laughs> I, I know. As we get closer to wrapping up time, Hannibal, mm -hmm. um, I want to tap into some quick treats and tricks for our audience. Okay. I'll put a couple quick bites questions up for you, man. Um, for instance, what's one of your favorite scary movies? Hmm. I'm... I'm not a big scary movie guy. Me neither. Yeah, I'm not really. I'd love to see you in one. Oh, and I got a question about yeah. that yeah. too. If you landed a role in a scary movie, <laughs> do you think you'd survive? Uh, I mean, that's like, would I take a role where I, where I died? Um, would I survive? I mean, it depends on who the director is, what they think of me. <laughs> <laughs> oh my what they God. think of me like, you know I died in Baywatch and I thought I was cool with it until <laughs> I was in the theater and then I saw it I said oh I didn't I didn't like that I don't like how this came together <laughs> this this I thought I was cool with this but now when I see the finished product I got mixed feelings Dang. yeah I just saw myself die and then I went to sleep in the theater after that after I died <laughs> <laughs> you were it was like, over, you, over the I'm movie, over, over the yeah, movie. Yeah, it was just, I, oh, man, I, I got didn't it. expect, they just threw me in the ocean. I was like, I didn't remember that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember being thrown you in the ocean. played a lot of roles, too. I remember being thrown in the, oh, yeah, they threw the bag in there, but the, the idea of me was thrown in the ocean. Mm. <laughs> I got to ask you, too, I got two more. Yeah. What's something that scared you as a kid? What's something that scared me as a kid. Poverty. <laughs> same. Same season. Same season. And, and Poverty. Lastly. Cut off utilities. <laughs> or going to the house with no power on. Four corner hustlers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and lastly, do you believe in ghosts? 
57 Venn Damon. I was still on the last question, sorry. Uh, do I believe in ghosts? Uh, do I believe in ghosts? Hmm. <laughs> do I? I think, I mean, I think I do. Because I believe in something, even if it's not dictionary definition ghost. I have been in a place like, where things have feels happened. weird in here. <laughs> a hotel, a building? A building, certain spots. Mm -hmm, he's, like, he's like this studio. He's like, I feel, feel it in right. here. I, like, I feel good in here. But it's some places where you kind of, <laughs> you ever go to a music venue and you can, mm, somebody's OD'd here, right? <laughs> feels like, you can There's been tell. some transitions that have happened in here. Yeah, something's yeah. happened. If the place got, and obviously people can, OD in all types of spaces, but if you see a bunch of stickers and and like you know what I'm talking about, that type of you like, hmm, I feel like somebody's OD here. <laughs> yeah, a bunch of signs. It's too much sharpie in here. Somebody, somebody, at least one. This is how long this place been open? Thirty years. <laughs> well, you perform this Thursday, man. You got to let people know where they can get tickets, where they can see you hit the stage, tell some jokes, and perform some songs. They can go to HannibalBirds.com slash tour. They can go to Chicago Theater website, Ticketmaster, Bands in Town. Use promo code AMIR, A-M-I-R, or promo code Zanies. Get a discount. Well, yeah. Two of them. Oh, man. Yeah. AMIR or Zanies. Yeah, we're trying to sell tickets, man. It's... <laughs> Or just support and buy the ticket without the discount. I well, mean, I don't know far. your your uh, your your financial situation. If you want to you want to come to the show, come to the show. <laughs> discount. Hit me up. There's room <laughs> at these shows, man. I'm about to put out my old special. Just to, I'm like I gotta do a stunt. I gotta go fight. What's I gotta go. <laughs> it's, 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 hard, it's hard out here. I'm gonna day. fight G Herbo to sell these tickets. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be unique. I could see some forces. Both of y'all with some black Air Force One. I'm out, on I gotta day. go. I gotta go crazy to sell some tickets. Hey, hey, how about y'all drop some of the migrants off in Kankakee or something? How about that? Like y'all just bringing full buses. Y'all ain't young Effingham, Carbondale. It's like drop five off. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> this Thursday is going down. Hannibal Burst, SU Tune will be in the building at Chicago Theater. Tickets are available right now, Chicago, worldwide, wherever you at. Cop some tickets. Come see them in person. I'm telling you, man, it's going to be a good time. It's always a good time. We went to Chop Shop last time, had a ball, and now you can check them out at the Chicago Theater. I got this joint, I Lift Waste, loaded up. I Lift Waste! 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 I Lift Waste!